You are listening to Confession of an Esthetician, and my name is Kadeen Vedette Barakat. I am the owner of Vedette Beauty and Skincare, located in Brooklyn, New York. I am so excited to have you here with me. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the ugly, my life being an esthetician, a wife, mother of two, God being my CEO, and of course, everything skin. So thank you for joining me today. Hey, 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 it's your host, Kadeen. Before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you guys, if you like this podcast so far, please comment, let me know what you think, and don't forget to follow me at Vedette Spa on IG, which is Instagram and Twitter. Today's topic is how to start a legit business. This is something that I wish someone told me from day one because I would have not made so much mistakes that I made, lost so much money that I lost. And in this business, especially being an esthetician, you know, um, you they, you know, there's a lot of cash flow. So you want to have a grip on it from the beginning, right? You want to make sure that you're not wasting years and years of working and you're like, hold up, where's my money going? I'm not saving. I'm not doing anything. So you want to make sure that you are saving, you invest in, you put in money towards retirement and so much more. So what I am going to share is things that I wish I knew years ago. I wish someone told me and I just wish I did all of this sooner, but it's okay. I'm here to share with you so that you guys don't make those mistakes. (laughs) So for all my aspiring entrepreneurs, get your pen and pad because I want you to take notes. I will share 15 tips on how to start a legit business. Okay. Now, number one tip is choose a business name. When you're choosing a business name, you want to think this through carefully. Not only do you want to make sure it will be unique and memorable, memorable, sorry guys, I can't talk today. (laughs) You also want to make sure that it is legally available. Just because there are other businesses with similar name doesn't mean that you can't use it, but be careful, okay? If you are, if your business name is similar to another business, particularly one in your geographic area, your business credit profile can get mixed up with one another. So while you're at it, check the domain names, the social um, social media accounts, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, do a Google search. So before you make your final decision, consider a trademark search to avoid any legal challenges down the the line um, so that you can avoid any issues. If your business name is too similar to another business, you may not you may not um, be able to register that name when you start to create your business entity or legal entity. Tip number two is choose your business address. So it's okay to register your business at your home address. Though some owners choose to use a service such as a UPS store to give their business a location separate from their home address. But keep in mind that there will be situations such as filing a tax return, where you will have to provide a physical um, address for the business. Now, for me, um, the products and certain products and stuff that we sell at Vedette, 
are medical grade and professional products, right? And the companies will not ship the products, nor can you open an account using your home address. You have to use a business address to even order professional supplies and so forth. So, you know, if you are looking to be an esthetician, those are things you want to consider because of things like that. Number three tip is get a business phone number. So you may have to get, you mean, sorry, you don't have to get like an expensive business landline for your business phone, your business line, but you do need a number to give out to clients and customers that can be answered, you know, obviously in a professional manner, but you want to have something separate. You can also get um, those Google numbers. That's free, I believe. But for me, when I started my business, I always kept the two separate. I did have two cell phones. One was personal, one was for business. And um, I never, I just, I, and one thing for me, I never text clients, never. Everything was always via email, answering the phone. I always had a website. So that's how I communicated with clients. I never communicated via text. And you know, when business hours was done, by whatever time, seven, eight o'clock at night, I did not answer the phone after that. So I always kept the two separate, right? And even up to now, right? Our business is a landline phone. So when my business started to pick up, what I did was I changed, um, I kept the same number for my business cell phone and just transferred over to a landline phone. So that's how, um, you know, we did that. I did that in the beginning. Number four tip is create your business entity. So while it may be tempting to just give it a whirl as a sole proprietor, you may want to not take that risk. <laughs> For me, I I started out as a sole proprietor because I really didn't have anyone to guide me when it came to that. So if your business get into any kind of like legal hot water, your personal assets could be at risk. In addition to that, using the right entity such as LLC or S-Corp or C-Corporation, for example, this may also offer tax advantage. So for me, like I said, I started out as a sole proprietor, right? And when my business started to pick up, I said, you know what? I want to change to LLC. But honestly, I didn't have no real reasons why. I was just like, oh, it sounds pretty cool, LLC. I don't know. <laughs> It may sound stupid to you guys, but I didn't know. And I didn't have, at that time, I had another accountant that sucked, right? And he was like, yeah, 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 change it to LLC. And I was like, all right, cool, I'm going to do that. And then it's not until nine and a half years later, during the pandemic, I got a new accountant and he said, just over a consultation over the phone, you know, sharing everything, my business and so forth. He was like, you need to change your business to S Corporation, and I was like, oh, okay. So that's why it's so important to have a good an accountant or someone to just guide you in the right direction, you know? So um, definitely choose a business entity. You may want to discuss this further with your accountant. Number five tip is um, register your business name. This will likely be part of the process when you incorporate, right? Incorporating mean LLC, S Corp, C Corp, right? If you operate as a sole proprietor, it's a good idea to file your DBA, right? So you want to do that. 
like I said, this, you will want to talk further with your accountant, but you definitely want to register your business name. Um, let me see. So number six tip is get license and permits. You may need to get a sales tax license, health department inspection, or certain professional license depending on your type of business. Now, for me, um, obviously, I need a New York State license for my esthetician, right? I needed that. I need permits to run a business. I have a storefront. And there's so many things that you need. So you want to make sure that you have all those things in order. I don't care if you were training somebody basement to do eyelash extension. You, If you want to run a legit business, I need you to go to school and I need you to get a license. If you want to run a legit business, you can do what you want to do. But if you're doing it this way that I'm saying, you have to go this route, right? And then you, I mean, you may not know, like you may end up going to school and your passion is, let's just say eyelash extension, right? But you have to go to school to learn skin and nails and all of that stuff. You may end up loving other things. You're like, hold up. I can really start a business and offer, you know, lashes. I'll do nails. I love doing nails. Oh, I end up, I love doing lashes. I mean, sorry, not lashes, but I love doing waxing now. Oh, I didn't know I love these things. But you go into school to get a license because you really want to start a legit business. You end up realizing you have passion for other things. So that's a hint, hint. Okay. But I really believe that if you're going to get into business, I need you to get your license and your permits. Number seven tip is request uh, employee identification number, which is EIN. And this is for your business from the IRS. This you can do um, online yourself and having an EIN is also known as a federal tax identification number. It is used to identify a business entity. Generally, like businesses need an EIN according to the IRS and you can request one, like I said, free online IRS. I don't like to do anything when it comes to taxes, IRS on my own. So I went through my accountant to do all of these things. But I'm lying. In the beginning, when I started my business, I did go online. I registered for EIN number, but that was under my sole proprietor. So when everything switched over to like, you know, S Corp and all of that, LLC, I, um, <clears throat> sorry, my accountant opened that up for me and he gave me a new EIN number. Number eight tip is open a business bank account. This is really important. I think it's important because um, when you start you know, receiving cash, right? For your services, you want to put that money, well, some people may disagree, but you want to have a bank account, a business bank account to deposit that money in. But that's, you know, that's my opinion. You can do what you want to do, but run a legit business. You want to have a bank account, whether you want to put all the cash in or not, that's your decision, but make sure you have a business bank account. <laughs> Number nine tip is consider getting a business credit card to use for business purchases. Not only is this going to help you easily identify business purchases when it comes time for tax time, but most business credit card issues do not report activity to the owner's personal credit card, right? So having a business credit card is very important in my opinion for me. I do all my business purchases on my business credit card. Everything. I keep it separate from personal credit. When I say I pay everything for my business, my credit card, I pay everything because at the end of the year, when it's time to 
present to my accountant my expenses for my business, all I have to do is go to my credit card uh, report, print it out for him, and he see exactly what I spent um, the whole year and all my expenses. So it makes it very easy. Number 10 is set up your books. What I mean by set up your books is, I'm sorry if I missed this part, but this is number 10 tip. So what I mean by set up your books is you want to have either a basic bookkeeping that you do, or you want to um, have that as, as an additional service through your accountant, or just hire a separate a separate bookkeeper, okay? Um, and this keeps track of everything with your business. It keeps you on track, it, everything. Um, I wasn't really good with this, and I'm still not good with bookkeeping. <laughs> I'll share that another time, but I'm really not good with this, but this is good to have and to do so that you see like you, what's going on with your business, the money, where it's going, where it's coming from, everything. So I would recommend that. Um, number 11 tip is get a DUNS number. This number will be used to identify your business, right? As a commercial credit database. You can create, I'm sorry, you can request a DUNS number for free on their website. And that's DUNS, D-U-N-S. I um, I think this is very important to have because just think of DUNS as a social security number, right? So DUNS is pretty much that, but for business. So when it's time to get a loan or something like that for your business, they look at your DUNS, right? So every time you place orders, from you know buy supplies if you buy from like legit companies that have also done number they report it like okay um this business the debt beauty and skincare spent 150 dollars on such and such supplies they report that so it looks good for your business when it's time for loans and stuff like that when they go and they see okay this person you know whatever case may be so it's really good to have that. I didn't learn this till later on when I try to get loans before for not even loans. I try to get well, yeah, it was a loan for a machine that I wanted. And they told me that I didn't have enough credit, business credit. I was like, what? I've been in business for eight years. How are you going to tell me I don't have business credit? Like, it just didn't make sense to me. And then when they broke it down to me, I was like, oh, they check your done. So I want to make sure that you guys set that up early. So when you're ready to do whatever you need to do and make some moves with your business, it doesn't hold you back because it held me back in the beginning. Number 12 is establish business credit. Did you know that when you build um, your own credit history with your business, that it's separate from your personal credit card? I mean, not credit card, but you know, your personal credit is definitely separate. So you accomplish this by getting credit in the name of your business. It can be a little trickier than establishing a personal credit since not all companies report to business credit agencies, like I just mentioned with the Duns. But consider open accounts with companies that allow you to make purchases on a net 30 basis. So this net 30, I didn't learn this until nine maybe nine years later in the business. <laughs> so a year ago, I did not know about net 30. No one ever told me about net 30 until I opened my mouth and asked another fellow esthetician. And she was like, listen, whenever you order anything, 
you need to be doing it on a net 30. So what a net 30 is, is you will place an order with a company and you ask them for a net 30. They give you 30 days to pay, um, to pay them, right? I don't care if it's a dollar. You get a net 30 because that's building your business credit. So do, because I found this out so later on in life <laughs> with my business, I found out during the pandemic. So when I reached out to all my companies that I order from every single month, they were like, sorry, because of the pandemic, they they put that on pause that no new company that no companies, I'm sorry, they're not opening no new accounts for net 30 for companies at that moment. So I was screwed, but it's okay. I was able to do it later, you know, after everything, you know, business way would open up and things started picking up. They allowed me to do it. But for 10 years, I I never established a net 30 and I order products like crazy. I order every single month, tons and tons of products and supplies. And I never knew about net 30. So I want you to make sure that with whoever you order your supplies through, you make sure that you ask if they have a net 30. And if they do, you take advantage of that. Now, listen, this doesn't apply to people, companies that order through Amazon. Amazon, you're not going to establish credit by or net 30 or doing a net 30 through ordering through Amazon. So I would advise that you get legit businesses and companies to order your supplies through. Now, it may cost a little bit more, but what's important? You have to figure out what's important for you and your business. And for me, it's my business, right? Building credit and all that stuff. So if you like me, you want to make sure that you do that. Number 13 tip is create a website. So now depending on the type of business that you have or want, you may want to be able, you can open up like a, I'm sorry, you can start like a basic website just so that you can give customers a little information about your business and how to contact you and so forth. But not having one at all will likely hurt your business. And I'm not going to lie, some people would disagree with me on this, but I start my business where where we didn't have social media, right? Everything was literally your website and word of mouth. That was it. So I, to this day, believe in if you're going to have a legit business, you need to have a professional website. I know a lot of people now, um, all they have is like those booking sites, right? You know what I mean, booking sites. When you go on like Instagram and it says book now, you click on it and it just goes straight to like a booking where you book the appointment and they have like a little brief information about the services. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about I need you to have a legit business um, business website, right? And then those booking sites, you can merge the two. So on your website, you have book now and it will go to that booking site. But to have, you need to have like a legit professional website, please. Don't argue with me with this. This is what I believe. And I'm going back in the old days. All right. <laughs> um, going on to number 14 tip. Number 14 tip is register your business with online services. So you can register your business on Google so that it comes up in the online search. And this is especially important if your business has a physical address and a specific um, business hours. Also, register your business with social media accounts, which you guys probably already know, such as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and anything else I'm probably missing. Even if you don't plan to use it, 
or use them yet, just consider registering it with um, review sites and have relevant information for your business and also utilize Yelp and TripAdvisor. So you want to register your business on all those sites and just have information and stuff like that. And just so that when people type in your business, it pops up in the search. Okay, so that's number 14. And number 15 is get insurance. Okay, when you have a business, you should have insurance. Business insurance is designed to keep you in business when losses come along. Without the right coverage, the high cost of lawsuits, property damage, or even employee injuries could bankrupt your new business or growing company. So every business has different needs, but some of the most popular coverage, including general liability, um, property, workers comp, and commercial auto, and whatever else. So these all come like in, in bundles and you save money. But something that I messed up on, um, if you don't have a 1099 for your employees, then that means that you're doing payroll, right? And if you don't have workers comp, you can legit get fined up to $13,000 or even more. I was a victim of that. I don't want you to make that mistake. And that happened to me twice. One was $12,000, the other one was $13,000. And that's because if you have employees and you don't have, and they're on payroll and you don't have workers comp, then you can get in big trouble. So be careful. I don't want you to lose money and be fine. And, you know, I don't want you to screw your business up because you didn't want to follow and you was cutting corners. Okay. This is all I have for you today. I really hope this was helpful. And like I said, this is all my opinion. This is what worked for me. And I'm just sharing because I don't want you to make the wrong mistakes and you get screwed, please. So we'll talk again next week. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Toodles. Got to do the